another episode of Blockchain Boys. I am MPE3 here with my co-host, Jonathan Henson, the one and only NFT Hook. And today we are joined with a very special guest uh, who needs no introduction, but you know, we're going to give him one anyway. Oh man, it's too uh, much, too much. You know, I mean, you know, this guy is not only an NBA champion, was on all rookie first team, uh, was teammates with my co-host at UNC. That's the most important accomplishment, man. Teammates with NFT hooks, man. I would say, and, you know, and going back to this, and I didn't even realize this, but that you were, you know, Mr. Basketball in Iowa in, in 2010, and I didn't realize you were from Ames, but ladies and gentlemen, we have Harrison Barnes here with us today. Wow, Pre- appreciate that, that intro, man. Appreciate that. Hey, thanks for hey, thanks for coming on. Um, obviously, you know my background with Harrison is a good friend of mine. We were roommates in college, teammates, man. And, uh, you know, I appreciate him coming on. I know he's busy. Uh, one of the hardest working dudes I know. He's probably in the facility right now, I'm assuming, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. You know, I could, I could, I could have told you that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, so you know, we're gonna get into it real fast, man. Um, you know, this is a show about. NFTs, yeah. crypto, the metaverse, all that good stuff. Um, so how did you get into the space? How soon were you into the space? Kind of tell us your background on, you know, how, how, how you're, you're kind of into it. Yeah, so I want to say it was probably last year, like during the pandemic, we were in New York and we're in a training room, you know, getting ready, you know, for practice or whatever. And Tyrese came in like, yo, I got to put you guys on top shot. I'm like, top shot, you know what I mean? I'm like, I already know what he's talking about. So he kind of like explained it. And, you know, I, I had had some crypto background, so I kind of knew a little bit about that. But then when he kind of showed me the interface and showed me what it was about, I was like, okay, let me start kind of kind of dabbling with that. Um, so that was kind of, top shot was my first like intro into NFTs and just kind of understanding the space. And what was crazy is like, the week we got in was like right before like the big surge in Top Shot. So like I was able to see just like mm-hmm. the stereo behind it, like people going crazy, like all this money flowing in. And then it like, it was like a huge drop off. Right. So that was like my first like boom and bust cycle in crypto. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was like just a good experience for me to get like used to it and then kind of just expand it from there. I'll, I'll say that's awesome. So, you know, during this time, were you, you know, getting in on pack drops? Were you just kind of, you know, buying moments on secondary? Were you doing a combination of the two? Um, you know, kind of speak to us about, about that, how you went acquiring, uh, you know, your portfolio, if you will. Yeah, no, so, I mean, it, it was like, at first, you know, we didn't know, like, what was going on. So, like, Ty, like, what's going on? They're like, okay, well, like, you want to try to get, like, important serial numbers, right? Like, the number eight might have some significance. They were from the number four, like all these different things, right? So you kind of just start buying some some individual ones on secondary. And then like the first few pack drops, like you get in, you're like, I know there's not that many people on here. And it's like 180,000 people in the queue, 200,000 people in the queue. I'm like, man, there's no way 200,000 people are sitting here right now trying to get into this. You know what I mean? Trying to get these pack drops. Yeah. And then it just, sure. it just became crazy. Like it was like everyone was trying to get them you're trying to buy off secondary as soon as they, uh, as soon as the packs were ripped, things like that. So just kind of going through that experience, really kind of learning. You know, you, you bought some things early and then you look back and like, okay, why did I buy that, right? And then expanding from Top Shot into other NFTs, um, 
and getting on OpenSea and kind of just going through that, you know, getting on Discord, different Discord groups. Um, that was kind of like the progression of how it went. That's dope. What is, uh, what is your, I guess, favorite moment that you own? I'm curious. Man, favorite moment that I own. Um, I mean, it's, pro- it's probably probably my VC moment. Um, yeah. You know, Vince was obviously like, you know, I mean, Mike Mike is the goat, right? Like, he's everyone's favorite player, even if they don't want to admit it. Um, yeah. But you know, Vince for me, like, you know, especially going to UNC, like, you know, he was bigger than life. So you know, to get one of his moments, uh, I got the infinite objects uh, at the crib. You know what I mean? So it's it's on a loop. Um, but I think to get that moment, that was, that was pretty cool. Oh, so which which Vince moment is it? Uh, his last, uh, so it was his series, uh, series one. Um, I guess one of his last jump shots, like before the before the pandemic. That's unreal. I mean, just like the historical significance of that alone, um, you know, it, that's crazy. Um, do you have a, uh, you know, to follow up on John's question, do you have a personal, uh, you know, moment that, you know, uh, you know, maybe not as valued the highest in the market, but, you know, kind of holds a special place in your heart, um, you know, because of some uh, significance or some serial number that, you know, means something to you? Yeah, I mean, I would probably say, you know, my my first moment on Top Shot, um, you know, being able – I mean, it was just like, you know, let's say it was probably end of the second quarter, end of the third quarter, just like, a, you know, buzzer beater, you know, corner three. But to get the number one serial of that, I thought that was pretty cool just because it was like my first moment on Top Shot, you know, the number one serial. Um, to just have that, you know, that's one of those, you know, you talk about like NFTs, like, things that you put in the cold wallet that you never want to touch, right? At some point, whenever Top Shot gets to that point, like that'll be one of those moments where I just, uh, I kind of just hold that. So, you know, we were talking about Top Shot a long time ago, months ago, right? We were talking with a guy, didn't even bring your name up. I'm like, yeah, man, you know, my, my boy, you know, HP's in the Top Shot, you know, a little bit, don't know much about him. He goes, what are you talking about? He's a top shot whale. He's a top <laughs> shot whale. And so I said, hold on, man. Like, how, how, you know what I mean? How is he, how's this my guy? And he didn't tell me that he's into the top shot moments like this, man. So we always laugh kind of about that, man. And, uh, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's kind of dope. And, and as far as anything else, like NFTs, like, are you, you know, we've been talking about it for a little bit, but are you getting into the space, like, right now? Or kind of how are you dipping your toes in? And see, I was the top end and fail. And then I learned. <laughs> yeah, no, I, mean, I got I got in on some uh you know, when you look at your like, you know, your open C account, you know, you're like, I don't know why I bought that, right? So there's obviously stuff like that where you're just like, okay, I'm just getting in, like you just believe the hype and it's like this makes no yeah. sense. But I would say like projects that I'm ex- excited about or I have a lot of belief in now. Um Psychedelics Anonymous for sure. Um I think Volt does an unbelievable job, like with the game theory and like, you know, producing a bunch of different um, projects, but just keeping the community engaged, right? Like, there's so many projects, like, it's all hype right until, um, you know, right until the reveal, right into the reveal, and then like right after the reveal, it just like completely <laughs> flops, right? So, I think like that's one I'm excited about. Um, Carrefour. It's an um, anime one that just dropped. Uh, unbelievable artwork. Love that team. Um, 
obviously like in, you know, some different ones like Boss Beauties, uh, Women Tribe. Um, hey, this is real good. Like this is DJ. This is Alpha DJ talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> not even, not even, not even DJ because like, I mean, these are all, you know, good projects with legit teams. Yeah. Like, you know, so I wouldn't even classify this as DJ. No you know, I would just, I would classify this as, you know, smart investing. But, you know, no. this is a financial advice. No, no, no. no <laughs> financial advice. Do your own research. Always. Always. Um, hey, you know what? That's so smart because I wouldn't expect anything less. This is smart investments. Nah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a bunch of – there's a bunch of different products that are always coming up, right? Like, obviously, uh, one of the biggest ones I'm most excited about is Invisible Friends tomorrow, right? Like, you know, I mean, the artwork itself has been crazy um, just to see. And I think you've seen other projects kind of like – the idea of having like it be animated like the art that you're going to get is going to be animated and then it doesn't end up being that so i think invisible has a chance to really deliver on that visible friends i was talking about that today i'm following the tweets i, I put I, I put the website on my metamask like i'm i'm i'm, I'm ready for that but there's no <laughs> countdown there's no countdown so i'm a little i don't know should i just sit at the computer all like how should we I, I think they might have put out a time i might have i looked at the website and i didn't see a time but They've been super coy with just dropping details and like they're they've been really strategic. Uh, I think sometimes like if you put too much stuff out there, you know, people get hacked. All of a sudden, you're looking. There's one wallet that mints fifty. You know what I mean? There's just all that weird stuff starts happening. Don't don't open emails, man. I was going to say (laughs) before we get to that, I was say I do not want to admit the amount of hours I've spent in the uh, RCC Discord. I mean, it's just like there's some people they just like they just write all the time, right? They're like, yo, I spent like 36 total hours like in this Discord. And I'm just like, at some point, it's like you might as well just go to sleep, just buy off secondary. You know what I mean? Try to figure it out how to do it that way. We're, we're working on his sleep schedule. Um, slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. You know, like four o'clock in the morning, he'll send a text out. He's put all the, he's put the pod on all platforms. He's, Bought a few NFTs, just flipped a few, you know what I'm saying? But hey, that's the life. But I mean, you, you know as well as I do, at the middle of the night, that's when gas fees are the lowest, and you know, people are just, you know, paper hand and stuff. Right? Man, that, that's, that's the best when time when you're deals. flying. Uh, like when you're, like when we fly like into a city, like just checking just to see, you know, kind of what's going on. Because, man, I think that like when a project really pumps, you know, that difference, I mean, I'm looking at, like, whether it's Phantom Bear or, um, shoot, uh, World of Women. Like, there's some product that they just, they just fly. And then once they start getting into that, like, five plus ETH range and they're just still just going up, you're like, man, I had a chance to buy that at, like, 0.3. Like, what am I talking about? Uh, uh, I was going to say, did you, uh, did you get a chance to get in on Azuki? Mm-hmm. That that's probably the one I'm, I'm most sick about because like I I saw it and I was like, man, I should buy it, but I was just like, oh, you know, the bean, you know, they just had just the bean, you know, emoji going, and I was like, no, I'm gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait to see what the art looks like and then buy it from there. And then once that all happened, it was it was char. 
I think the Invisible Friends trajectory is going to be pretty steep. So, I mean, I'm hope I hope to get in on that, man. But I think just the art and everything, the community and stuff. Um, I think that'll be the next kind of ETH pushing, you know, type project, man. That kind of comes out. No, also Dookie. yeah. <laughs> Dookie's dropping in. Yeah, I was say, me and John are co-hosting a space later tonight uh, for Dookie's NFT. You know, we'll we'll send you the link if you want to pop in. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, but Harrison, I want to ask a couple more questions about Top Shot. So, you know, one of my biggest criticisms and one of the biggest criticisms that I've seen in the NFT space about Top Shot yep. is uh, the inability to sell uh, unopened packs. Um, you know, kind of equating it to, you know, on the Ethereum NFT side where, you know, a lot of people are making, you know, really good profit just from people speculating on what might be, uh, you know, in that NFT once it gets revealed. So similarly, you know, if you get a pack, you don't know, you know, you could get a legendary that would be, you know, you'll pay for that pack and then some, um, you know, or you could just get, you know, three commons. So uh, can you kind of speak to that? Just like the inability to kind of sell those packs and then kind of your experience with their, uh, you know, kind of waiting room <laughs> process um, in relation to like minting other, you know, Ethereum and, and other chains NFTs. Yeah, well, I mean, I personally, I hold a lot of packs for that day, hopefully, right? So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm playing oh, playing a long term. Yeah, I'm playing a long term play of that you'll be able to sell packs someday. But also, I think um, when you look at Top Shot, especially like comparing it to other projects, right? Like. As of right now, you can't take your moments off the Dapper platform, right? Like you, you can't just like have them in your wallet. You can't sell them on your platform. So I think that at this point in time, like there's still a lot of things that are going to be worked out and are gonna gonna happen in the future. I think that pack selling, and this is this is my speculation, right? This is not financial advice, doing research as always. Um, I do think that you will be able to sell packs. Um but I also think what's interesting about Top Shot is that it's kind of gone through a few cycles now of kind of, you know, high activity, high volume, a ton of sales to, you know, very quiet periods off season, you know, like what packs are we doing? And, you know, going through all of the ups and downs with, you know, the waiting rooms, the not getting the packs, the people saying, yo, this is rigged. How does every influencer seem to get it? Right. Like, let me tell you, like, I'm in a lot of those rooms, right? Like I'm, I'm in those like, Hey, you know, we get in, you know, we, we log on, you're waiting, you know, three, two, one. Okay. You're 70,000. Like, come on. Like, like, what are we doing here? So I think there's a lot of that. And, you know, sometimes it randomly looks like, you know, some people just always get them and then like, you never get one. And sometimes you do. I don't think I've ever gotten a legendary pack um, for the record. Just, you know, top shot wants to look into that, you know, just saying, um, but you know, I, I, th I think there's a lot of things that are going to continue to develop, uh, with Top Shot moving forward. And that's what to me, um, has me excited because, like I said, they've gone through kind of the ups and downs, right? They've gone through high periods, low periods, and they're still there. No, definitely. I mean, you know, we were just talking about it. Uh, we had Brett Phillips on, uh, from my hometown team, the Tampa Bay Rays, and you know, he was talking about the Candy Digital deal, um, you know, that the MLB did yeah. um, and how, you know, that was a kind of a huge deal. And John kind of was equating that to, you know, 
uh, you know, kind of conversations you guys were having, uh, you know, kind of alluding to, you know, somebody bigger coming into the, to the space. And most recently we saw, you know, I think the, uh, I think it's the premier league in, uh, Europe. They're, they're approaching like a 60 or $600 million, uh, you know, NFT deal. Um, and I think have, you know, multiple suitors for that. So, um, you know, me and him both just think that, you know, this is just going to continue to you know, get bigger in the space. And, and, you know, the candy is kind of so fresh right now that you can kind of get in on that. And it's not too crazy. Sure. Like the top shot thing is, but it's getting there. So, you know, we've, I've been looking at, you know, certain moments and he said, you know, you're going to get an all-star moment. Pat. You know, because, you know, the players essentially kind of negotiate the deal. So he can kind of tell you where to go. You know what I'm saying? And so, I think Top Shot was kind of the first, you know, first. It won't be the last. And like I remember us talking about, you know, I think your long-term vision or goal is to, hey, look, buy these moments, and then you know, someone comes in and drops a bag on Top Shot's head, right? And then it becomes, you know, something really worth a lot of money and, and, and things like that. So I think that's the future. I mean, it's it's, it's coming. I mean, we just don't know when, how, what. You know, it's just you know, it's just gonna come. Yeah. No, I think there's no. you know, the, what makes um, athletes getting involved or sports leagues getting involved in NFTs unique is the fact that you can actually have people who are in the moments pushing those moments, right? Like if you have, you know, let's say a doodle, right? And um, they give you an honorary doodle, right? Like, I mean, yeah, you can post, you can post about it. You can, you know, have it as your profile picture, but like, it's hard for you to drive demand for saying like, I want a doodle that looks like you, right? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what does that do for me, right? But if you have, you know, whether it's Premier League, whether it's uh, baseball, football, hockey, basketball, like you have, one, every season, new moments coming out, but two, players, teams, whatever competitions, like driving attention towards those moments. To me, when people say like, oh, you know, is Top Shot going to survive or whatever? I said, I think this model will survive, right? Like, whether it's Top Shot or not, like this model of, um, athletes or leagues being involved in this NFT space and having mm-hmm. periodic moments that are dropping based on how the season is going, I think that'll be here to last. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I think as well. Like, you know, all these projects and stuff, I think the technology behind you know, blockchains, smart contracts uh, are going to stay, right? Like, you know, Brett was talking about how they're going to do tickets. So now, you know, he gave the example with Mark Cuban, how Mark Cuban was going to say, now we can control and get royalties off the resale. So say we're playing, uh, let's say, a number one team in the East, you know what I'm saying? We can set our royalties at 50%. And then, hey, we're playing a team that's not as good, we set our royalties at 3%. And we can, you know, and, and I thought, I think that's what's here to stay, just the utility and the technology of the who knows 10 years where the apes are going to be and doodles. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, who knows? But, you know, I think it's here to stay and, you know, these projects are also here to stay. No, most definitely. And and just to correct you real quick, that was me that said that point, not Brett. So. I mean, Tinker, Tinker Hatfield just dropped his uh, his <laughs> NFT the other day. You know what I mean? For shoes, too. Who did? I said Tinker Hatfield. Oh, bro, I just saw that. I was literally, like, going through the, you know, just the rankings on OpenSea yeah. and I was like, Yo, seven ETH floor? Like, what the hell is this? And yeah. I said immediately, I saw 
like 300 nfts by tinker hatfield i was like oh those are probably undervalued right now <laughs> exactly so i mean shoes Honestly, clothes. like there's, there's a lot of different utilities that are gonna start coming out you know it's like you know let's say you know the fear of god you know next collection is like you have to own this nft you know to be able to get an exclusive drop you know how much is that going for right different shoes different like a player is going to play in these shoes in the playoffs you know they're going to drop an nft like there's a lot of things that can happen yeah there's a can't say the name of the artist, but we're going to have a guy on who is dropping um, metaverse sneakers for a, for, a, for a very popular artist. Um, and the project hasn't been announced yet, but I mean, he's doing that. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, so now he can wear his kicks in the metaverse. Like, it's, it's wild, wild stuff. It is crazy. No, it, it is a crazy, crazy land. Um, you know, just speaking uh, to, you know, Top Shot and like specifically Dapper Labs, you know, I know that they had, uh, you know, another uh, NFT project, you know, called Ballers, uh, you know, NFT. I wonder, have you gotten into those at all? Did you did you get in on those? I haven't. Uh, it's funny. There's a there's a guy that me and John know. Uh, his name is Jordan. Um, who lives out here and he actually got a baller that looked that's, that's supposed to be me essentially right so i was like and he's kind of put me on that and he's been educating me there so uh it's something i've been looking i've been looking into but i don't have one yet uh, so the, the only reason i ask is because so I, I was high school teammates with duncan robinson uh right. place for the heat and uh he he has like you know five or six of them um and i've been you know kind of helping him on the ethereum nft side but uh i actually i set up my my wallet the other day so i got to get him he, he owes me one so Dunk, if you're listening, you my call. <laughs> I, I, I got to check it out. Like, they're super active, like, on Twitter. Like, they're old, I feel like I always see, you know, a baller's tweet or uh, their communities, you know, rating somebody. So, uh, they're super active. Um, another question. So, you know, when I was playing, right, you know, in the locker room, you know, people are talking about certain things, and, you know, for the investments to crypto, like, so in, in, in the locker room that you're in, you know, in Sacramento, are NFTs in, in, in the space, is it a topic of conversation or a topic of tension? Like some guys are just like off it and some guys are like super on it or is it like a casual, you know, everyone's kind of just talking about it in a kind of positive, maybe like a, I don't know how to explain it, way, right? No, I mean, I would say it's, it's, a, it's a big topic of conversation. Like mm-hmm. um, I would say like earlier in the year, like our, the two of the biggest crypto guys that we had were uh, Mo Harkless and Tyrese Halliburton, right? You know, like mm-hmm. they both have, you know, like goaded collections, right? Like, you know, any blue chip you can think of, probably between those two, they have them. Um, then you have like Alex Lynn, um, who was big on it. Obviously, you know, Fox dropped his own NFT. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Buddy was getting into it. You know what I mean? So it's like you, you had a lot of conversations where like every day, like, yo, what do you think about this project? This this one's minting like, yo, I think you should get this. Like, get a crypto mori, get a crypto skull, like all yeah, the different, yeah, yeah. like, you know, get a little lemon friends, you know, like, eh, I'm not really feeling that, you know, like all these different, <laughs> all these different projects, uh, you know, we would just constantly always be talking about it. And it was always just like mm-hmm. a thing that just became everyday conversation. That's fine. It's, it's great, too, to have different views and different opinions and different, you know, so I think that's pretty cool. I was saying, I feel like, you know, for, you know, obviously you were drawn into the space. I feel like, you know, kind of on the early side for, uh, you know, the NBA players or just professional athletes in general. But um, do you think that 
the NFTs are kind of, you know, leading people more, um, you know, athletes into the crypto space in general and kind of like, I think it, you know, kind of gives them something that they can actually you know, see and that they're like, oh, I own this instead of just like, oh, I have, you know, 0.05 Bitcoin, you know, that's that this value, like you can like flex it off and like show it. Um, I said, can you just speak to that a little bit and how, you know, kind of, I guess, guys that never would have like gotten into cryptocurrency before are, you know, spending thousands on these <laughs> JPEGs? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a good, uh, I think, entry point just because it kind of bridges something where it's like, you know, I don't really understand blockchain, you know, it kind of just seems over my head, you know, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Solana, like, and then pairing that with an NFT where it's like, okay, now you own this, right? Like, okay, like, how does this work? Okay, I need to get a Coinbase account, I need to get, you know, MetaMask, I need, you know, transfer money here. Okay, like, now I understand how this process works. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think something that has potentially, um, a chance to really have a big impact on this industry is obviously when Coinbase launches, um, you know, their NFT marketplace, right? Like all of the people that are are signed up on the wait list just to try to get in, right? Like all of those new customers that are kind of come in and hopefully, you know, make this adoption, you know, more mainstream, right? Because like that's what's ultimately going to allow you know this thing to continue to thrive, right? And weed out some of these products that are just are just not good, frankly, but. You know, kind of bringing all those people, I think that's what will really continue to help it, you know, bridge that gap between just like something that's really technical and cryptocurrency and kind of foreign to something like, okay, I understand this is nice art. I like to have it. This is what it means and go from there. Well said. Uh, beautifully said. Um, <laughs> I didn't look, I knew he was into it. Yeah. I didn't know you. I was say this guy knows the stuff. I was say I, 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 I just hang around the right people, man. It's not, it's not me. I was gonna say I'm, I might need to slide new DMs so we can start giving my guy John some better advice on this these NFT stuff. Yeah, no I was say he he always gives me shit because he feels like anytime we we are get like allow listed or whitelisted for a project and we both mint something like I'll mint like a top one thousand like rarity and John always mint like you know like bottom five every time and I'm just like. How, like, like, how are you doing this? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's just like, or like, you know, he'll just have these projects and stuff, and like, they'll pump up, and he'll be like, hey, I think it's rising. And I'll be like, oh, I'll check it out. You know how it goes. I'll check it out. And then, you know, you go check it out, and you're like, what happened? And you see it went like a three week floor for like a week. And you could have kind of like flipped it a little bit, and now you're just like over it. So it's fun, though, man. We, we talk about it a lot. He, you know, he, he, you're, he's a DJ. Every definition of the word. I mean, a lot, a lot of times people, they really do get hung up on rarity, right? But it's like, you know, if you're trying to get into this space, once again, my own opinions, do your own research. Um, but, you know, if, if you can really get stuck on rarity, it gets hard to sell in the event that you want to want to get off it, right? Like if you buy it on the floor, then you know kind of like, well, you know, I want to sell at whatever the floor is going to rise to. But if you're like, oh, I have this like, this top 50 or this top 500, like you're only selling to a specific audience of people that are passionate about the project. They want a specific rarity and they're willing to pay, you know, that premium on whatever you're charging, right? The, the floor is, you know, 0.5 and you're charging like, you know, five and a half Ethereum. It's like, you really have to have someone who's passionate about that project to buy that. So, 
you know, that's one of the things that like, I learned because I was always trying to be like, oh man, this I can't buy at this level or this level. And it's like, you look at how that product appreciates you, like, man, it, it wouldn't have mattered. Like if I would have just bought the floor, like it would have been worth more than what I would have paid for that specific rarity at that point in time. I think that's kind of, you know, with the Board Ape project, we were talking to someone who owns 37 apes. Yeah. Um, and he was like, say you have a top rarity ape that maybe the floor, the floor for the beam eyes is, who knows, 300 years. Like, like, who's going to buy that, right? Like, so what do you do? You know what I'm saying? So what they do, he gets a lot of, like, approach, he gets a lot of offers like, hey, man, I'll see my top 100 rarity ape that I no one's going to pay a million dollars for and give me two apes. And he's just like, ah, no, I'm good. You know so definitely feel what you're saying on that, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, even like, you know, the other day we were talking about, so like Justin Bieber, you know, yeah. paid 500 Ethereum, which was, you know, at the time the floor was 100. For sure. Uh, so he's paying, you know, 5X floor for, you know, what is in all senses, like for all, uh, you know. A floor eight, man. A floor eight, basically. Yeah, a floor eight. I don't want to call it a floor eight, but it could. It's a floor eight. But then... We heard that, you know, it's interesting what you say about the serial numbers in Top Shot because uh, I'm not sure if this was true. We got to we gotta get somebody to fact check it. But apparently the serial number for the ape that Justin Bieber bought was the same house number uh, for the uh, home that he grew up in. So it has like, you know, uh, significance in that way. So, you know, and especially, you know, me and John are talking about it just because the way that blockchain technology operates yeah. and the fact that, you know, that dig digital signature is, you know, forever embedded to his wallet on the blockchain, yeah. um, you know, that gives that ape now inherently much more value yeah. than I would say most other apes. Uh, you know, just because it was owned by Justin Bieber, like we were saying, he bought it for five hundred. Like, you know, somebody would probably have to pay like at least a thousand now to get it. Easy, easy. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's crazy uh, how how it's trending in that direction, right? And it's like, you know, look, that serial number means something to him, right? That's especially to him, but like to the next buyer, like that serial number might not mean anything. His name next to it is going to be what what means something. You know what I'm saying? And the next person, the next person, so. You know, it'll be it'll be interesting, but I remember when I saw that, that was like, yeah, that's that's a grip. Yeah, you know, maybe, you know, spinning an M on the blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> the click on, of a button. Like, just click, like, come on, man, like, what's that gas fee like? You know what I'm saying? Ooh. He didn't buy it. I mean, he bought it like, like, he bought it like. I mean, what I will give him credit for is like, you know, most of these, like, you know. No offense to either of you guys, most of these like celebrities and like, sure. uh, you know, people that are getting in NFTs that don't necessarily know what they're doing or definitely don't want to, you know, go through the process of learning <laughs> the MetaMask, you know, will just go through MoonPay, which for our listeners, mm -hmm. that's a service where you can essentially pay with your credit card. They will buy the NFT for you and send it to a wallet that uh, I think you have to just set up your own wallet. Which, they kind of yeah. they, yeah. uh, but I give credit to Justin Bieber because he actually. I mean, he definitely had somebody probably operate his wallet, but like he actually went through and didn't do it through MoonPay. So it's on. Yeah. So you guys and Beaver are you know, doing, <laughs> look, it, doing look, it on your own. I like it. A little different level. A little different level. Not to me. 
Then he bought another one the next day for like 500K. He did. He did. When did you first hear about the board eight? Because I know your teammate had one, and you were in the top shot space, which you know is crazy. A lot of the top shot guys are into the board eight game because they heard about it. I think Franken was saying talking about that one of the guys who owns thirty seven eights was like, I was doing the top shots, so I followed Twitter, I saw people changing their profile pictures, and I said, Oh, let me grab one, not knowing that obviously it would become this. Dude, I I was sick, so. Uh, Ty was really big on like you know the apes and, and getting in on that right, and I'm just I'm not really seeing. It. I'm like, look, I'm only I'm like I'm only doing top shot because the only thing I understand, like the rest of stuff, like, I don't understand it at all, right? And it was funny because I was talking to a friend of mine. Let me say a friend. I, he's actually I, I kind of like look up to him and learn a lot from him uh, in this NFT space. And he had sent me a message that I forgot to look at from a while ago. He was like, this was last year in like May or June, he's like, yo, if you want to eat, let me know. I can I can sell you some, right? And mm. I hit him and he was like, yo, you never got back to my messenger boy. And I was like, fam, I don't know how I didn't see that, but I'm sick. I'm sick right now. Because like at that point, like, I mean, if you look at it, I think they were probably like, I don't know, maybe like four or five, you know what I mean? Like, Four or five K, not ETH. So I'm like, oh my God. You know what I'm saying? And that, at that point, you know, people were buying, you know, like three, four or five. You know what I mean? It wasn't a big deal to get that. And then you're like, yeah. now looking at that, it's like, man, it's crazy. I, um, my story on the ETH is when I first kind of got into the space was what, October? It was, it was uh, Halloween weekend, I think. So yeah, yeah. Or right after that. Like, I was like super into it. And I saw the apes and like he was telling me about it. And it was like, I think it ate like 290. Yeah, was, like 30. And I was about to pull the trigger, right? Yeah. But as you know, with financial guys, you got to go through, you know, you got to go through the proper channels. Explaining right? it to them is difficult. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So, you know, I, I called them like, yo, send it over. We're going to do the ape. And they're like, ape, man. Like, what are you talking about, ape? Like, can we just draw you something up and then you can? I said, no, like, seriously, like, you know, look, it was, I think at the time, it was like 130K. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was going to get into it, whatever. If I'm going to buy it, I'm going to, you know. So, you know, they talked me down. With, you know, they were like, you know, you're in a few other funds, and you got some other stuff going on, and you're making good money, man. Like, you know, talk me down. Yeah. And I said, all right. Hung up the phone. Called him back a week later. I said, all right, let's do it. I'm going to pull the trigger. <laughs> and we discussed it again, and I basically gave up. And now they're sitting about 100 each floor, and, you know. Uh, it's, I, just, it's, it's sick. sick. It's sick. I was going to say in the background, you had your NFT advisor being like, was, bye, yeah. bye, <laughs> bye. When, when I went down to Miami, I went down to Miami, they were still kind of, they were floating around like 40, 50 before. Yeah. And I was meeting with all these NFT guys and these, like, these women in the space, and they were like, you haven't got one yet? It's a no-brainer. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And they were talking about different, so... You know, I'm I'm priced out of the market now. I think it's I think it's kind of stabilized at where it's at. It's, it, it's funny you say that because I think that's around the time when Jackson, uh, our last guest, bought his first eight, which was like at like 50, and you know now it's you know hovering so, right around 100. So I mean, I mean even, even Franklin was before previous to that floor kind of jumping up because you know, we went from like 60 cents to 100 quickly. Yeah. The Diamond Grill eight was like 120 floor. Now it's at 100 floor, just 
So that even would have been a good play. You know what I'm saying? Oh, sure. It's just, so, but it's part of it, man. You know what I mean? And then some new stuff. I'm interested to see where it goes. You're going to Ape Fest, right? Uh, Which with, one? Um, the guys. Uh, so we're going to South by Southwest, which I'm sure there'll be, you know, Ape Fest down there. There are a lot of, so, uh, the network that we're part of, uh, non-fungible network, these guys have, you know, been in the NFT space for a a while and, uh, crypto space even longer. And they're all big, big doodle guys. Uh, like they got in, yeah, on on doodles like early. Uh, so, you know, we're going to go hit that, uh, you know, doodle event in South by Southwest and. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe the uh, you know ape event. Maybe we'll get lucky and uh, get a gutter event uh, announced by then. Maybe a poom. Maybe another puma collab. By the way, I don't know if you saw that. I I, I saw it today. I was like I was like wow, that's uh, it's crazy. Like it's not pumping. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like a lot of these blue chips are still in their early development phase. Like there's so much more that's left to go. Like people just assume like whether it's apes, doodles, gutter cast. Like oh, you know like. They're done. They've kind of hit that plateau. But it's like they're still rolling out, you know, their coin, staking, you know, all the different things that you can get through that. So it's, it's wild. A hundred percent. And I mean, like, just to speak in general of the space, you know, I feel like coins and, and staking, you know, every other project will just, you know, bring up or throw out there or play to earn game, utility, you know, everything. But like the blue chips and the ones that are, you know, consulting with legal teams and making sure that they do it right and not, you know, issuing securities are the teams that are just going to, I feel like that's going to be the, you know, we say 99% of NFTs, you know, probably would go to zero, especially the, you know, ones that don't really have any true value. And, you know, those 1% that will have, you know, true utility and value and do it the right way for sure will be the ones that, that should rise. And, uh, I truly believe, you know, Top Shot will be, you know, one of those, you know, uh, you know, collections that has real world utility. I mean, I love, dude, I would say Duncan had one of the, you know, little plaques in his house and those things are so cool. Fire. <laughs> yeah. Fire. Fire. yeah man. But, um, nah, we won't take much of time. I really appreciate you. Let's say you want to hit him with our question we ask yes. every guest. Yeah, yeah, we'll let you hit him with it. Okay. Um, we're gonna ask. We ask every guest at the end of the interview. How do you feel about Web three, and what do you think you know the future holds for that? Man, I'm... what's 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 your what makes you the most excited about the future of Web three? I I think what makes me the most excited about the future of Web three is, <clears throat> I mean, it's gonna sound cliche, you know, if I say like you know, putting you know, control back into, you know, the audience's hands and, you know, favoring the creators and artists and things like that. But I just think it's it's a new way of doing things. And I think, you know, we're kind of reimagining what it means to connect, what it means to um, be decentralized, what it means to be autonomous. And um, I think it's here to stay. I don't think it's a fad. I don't think it's a, a moment that we're trying to kind of go back to how things were. Um, with change, things are always kind of difficult, right? People are always going to say, Web3 is not going to survive. It's not sustainable. You know, it's not going to, you know, become mainstream. But I do think it's something that uh, was here to stay. Do you have a EMS address? I do. I do. ETH, Harrison Barnes, ETH. Okay, just making sure. 
I do. I do. I have. I have. I haven't set it up. I prefer to. I prefer to. I prefer to move uh, without being tracked, which I learned on Top Shot. Right? It's like every time you know you do something, you're like, oh, I see. I see you did it. I see you did something. I was like, <laughs> ah, I gotta, I gotta. I gotta wait to, to put that out there. You know, a wise a wise man once said, "Geez, move in silence like lasagna." <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, no, that was a beautiful answer, Harrison. Um, you know, Harrison, <laughs> a Harrison answer. She'll give you the right. She'll give you the right word. I was gonna say, we'll we'll let you go. I know you probably got you know two or three more workouts to get through. <laughs> you know, before you go to bed tonight, Cold so up. and then wake up Always. at four thirty in the morning. Um, so, dude, thank you so much, uh, you know, for joining us. Uh, it, it was a blast. Um, you know, hopefully we can, uh, you know, connect more offline and, you know, talk about some projects. You know, me and John just love, you know, we'll, shooting we'll, the shit we'll about the space. We'll, and, off season, we'll pop it off the sack, man. You know, chop it up. Maybe there'll be some type of NFT event or something in the Sacramento too. Hey, I'm, I'm, I might be out in Florida for a few days, man. So, you know. Okay. Yeah, I can see, I can see all, all the art. Yeah, you got real, you got physical art, you know. I gotta I gotta see the yeah. I got both. I got physical and digital, whatever you want, bro. <laughs> I want you to Andy just told Andy just told me that he has Mario Kart installed in this thing. So uh I think I'm I can get off man. here. I'm about I'm about to go kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a ninety six or ninety four Mario Kart, yeah. You know, taking it back. So uh, okay. but appreciate you, bro. Hey, I thank you so much, man. This is big for us just getting started, man. Like I said. You're our biggest guest yet, man. So I appreciate it, man. And you know, I don't know what I can do or what a favor I owe you, but I hey, just call it. All good, Mookie. All right, dog. All right, man. All right, guy, man. I uh, appreciate you, Harrison. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah, Thank appreciate you, man. All right. So that was Harrison Barnes, and uh, go and follow, like, and subscribe on our YouTube channel. On our Twitter at B Boys Pod, on our uh, Instagram at blockchain underscore underscore boys, and our TikTok. Do we ever figure out what, what our app was for that? Dre will put it like right here. Somewhere in this right area. In TikTok. This area. I mean, I can go look real quick. Uh, this is pretty. No, nah, it's okay. I think it'll look cooler if I just move this kind of like this. Um, All right. So, uh, yeah. Podcast will be out on all those platforms. I'll post it. Go share it and uh, see you next week.